What's up, everybody? Welcome into, I want to say it's like the 33rd, 34th episode. It's like of 75 show. of them, dude. Yeah, it's like I mean, 75, we, man. We've been going strong now for, for months, and, and we're not slowing down. Football season, we're right in the middle of the NFL season with some interesting storylines. The college football playoff rankings are coming out every single week now, so we're getting towards the end of the season. Like I just saw today, you know, and it, and it doesn't feel like it, but we're 18 days away from Michigan, Ohio State, which you know for me is is one of the biggest weekends of awesome. the year. Oh yeah. yeah. So I mean, we're 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 getting close. Uh, so um, World Series is over. Astros get the win. You you predicted it and. Uh, good for Dusty Baker. Congrats to him for finally getting over that hump. It's Dusty's fault. Oh, you know, it things, everything. Every, <laughs> I mean, when, when the Texans lose a game, it's we're, we we got to blame it on Dusty. Right. Even when Zach Grinky got pulled out in that game seven, remember when AJ Hinch pulled him out? You know, whose yeah, fault yeah, that yeah. Was? It was it was Dusty's, Dusty's fault when he was oh, like yeah, sitting at Dusty's home fault. watching the game. Yeah, yeah, Dusty's fault. Well, ironically, when the Oilers. Lost to the Buffalo Bills that come from behind victory oh, yeah, years yeah, ago yeah. in the playoffs. Right, right. Dusty's fault. Wow. It's, all, I I mean, yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? When Pujols homered, you remember that day. Yeah, yeah, off uh, Bradledge. Yeah, uh, they Dusty's fault. So I just want to make sure you know. I mean, here's a Hall of Fame manager that people want to know, well, should we bring him back or not? Yeah, you bring his ass back, and he is coming back, and he is going to sign a contract, and he's the World Series champion. And he's a great manager, and he made the right moves this off. Finally got his. But the win was Dusty's fault. That I will yes. agree with. That there was definitely Dusty's fault. And uh, congrats to the Astros. And, you know, like 98% of good, the country hates six? it. Yeah. 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 They all love Dusty. <laughs> right. Like I said, they, they, it's like when they were rooting for Andy Reid. Everybody wanted the Astros to lose. But if they win... Then, then Dusty, then it's good because everybody loves Dusty Baker. And they should. What, what's the uh, real quick? Not to get off on a baseball tangent. What's the thoughts on JV? Is he coming back? I saw an athletic article today. I can't remember who wrote it, um, predicting starting pitching contracts, and they had JV down for two years, eighty-seven million dollars. That's forty-three and a half, if I knew my math correct, per season. Uh, are the Astros going to pay that? And bring him back, or are they going to rely I on those young arms and McCullers? Both segs. I think both. I do. If they start the season tomorrow, uh, Christian Javier is your third starter. Oh, for sure. You you know that. There, there's no question about it. Um, and I know how much you love him. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think. Here's what I think is going to happen. The article in the Athletic I said about a week ago, or it might even been a month ago. Hell, they run together during the playoffs. I said two years between eighty-five and ninety million dollars. And I'm going to tell you why I think he's going to pay it. Not only the way he pitched, Verlander wants to be here. You know, he's chasing that 300 thing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, wants that. And quite frankly, he'll probably be the last 300-game winner we have, Sags, to be honest with you. Yeah. The way we treat pitchers. Now, anybody who started pitching in the last five years, Major League, no they're, they're not getting to 300. Yeah, they got no shot. So he wants that. What better team to go to? You know, they're. I mean, the window's not closing. They've got Jordan right. under contract. They're going to get Kyle Tucker, Pena's. I mean, they're loaded, um, and they got a lot of money under the luxury tax, and Jim Crane doesn't like to be over the luxury tax. But for two years at about eighty-five to ninety million, they said eighty-seven. That's what I, I said. I, forty plus a year, forty-two to forty-five million a year. That's in the Scherzer range. He's the Cy mm-hmm. Young. He's going to win the Cy Young, and Crane loves him. The reason why Segs, I think he's going to pay it because it's not four or five years. 
right. at you know forty million yeah. a year for five right, years. Right, it's right. forty million to forty five for two. Unlike the Correa thing, who wants thirty plus for ten, you're not getting it here, and he didn't get it here, and it worked out for him. So for the Astros, so yeah, I think he is going to get it, and I don't see why if you're a Verlander, why you'd want to start over somewhere else. You got everything going good here. Why not stay here where you got a team that can win again? So, and then his lineup carries him, and he knows a bullpen can secure a bunch of wins because they're right. really good there too. Yeah, yeah, it's a very strong team heading into next year. They'll be, probably be. Um, top three when it comes to World Series favorites, along with probably the Dodgers and and some other teams. But uh, before we get into football, as always, we're brought to you by Bet Online. We are, and basketball is back. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether it's the NFL, NBA, National Hockey League, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use your promo code. Uh, B-L-E-A-V, which is believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, believe, to receive your rewards, bet online where the game starts. As always, thank you to bet online. All right, Sean, let's start with college football. Uh, college football playoff rankings come out last night. Uh, no surprise at one. I thought for me personally, and I know I'm a Michigan fan, so I'm not trying to sound like a homer. I had Michigan two over Ohio State just because I don't care about weather. You play in the Midwest. I'm sick of seeing Ohio State fans complaining about the weather in in Chicago or Evanston um, on Saturday where it was really windy and they only won 21-7 and C.J. Stroud threw for 76 yards. Like, quit complaining. You play in the Midwest. You play in the Big Ten. Uh, The elements are a factor in a lot of games. So I thought for them to only win by two touchdowns, and that game was close for a long time. Uh, I thought that Ohio State deserved to drop a spot. That was my whole point. I mean, Michigan came out, and they didn't play well in the first half, but 38 nothing in the second half over Rutgers. And uh, did you know, Sean, that in their last, I think it's five games, they've given up three second-half points, three to – the first drive of the Penn State's second half, they gave up a field goal. Other than that, they've shut everybody else out. I mean, quite it's, frankly, it's, it's, it's been incredible. I've, I've bet, yeah, it has. And I've bet them about four or five times this year. And they're, they're I haven't lost with Michigan yet. Yeah. I bet them this weekend. I I, I took that spread. Mm-hmm. And they blew, you know, early on, you think, what goes on? You blink and it's like, what? All those unanswered points, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, yeah, I, I'm with you. While I've had Ohio State win in the national title, I would I have no problem having, you know, if regardless of who's in front, it can't it sure as hell can't be by a lot, right? Right. There right. may be six and one half between those two teams, but their second three or either way you want to flip it, I don't have any issue with it because it's going to come to a head anyway here, as you said, sooner than yep. later. We know that, and it'll take care of itself. Thank goodness. Um, I, uh, Georgia, no doubt. And I'm with you on the weather. So what are we going to do? Sags? let's say the Rose bowl was in the rotation to have a national title game mm-hmm. and it rained and it was one of those days, which you never yeah. get at the Rose bowl, but happened to be the aberration. Are we going to bitch and complain that you didn't handle the weather very well? And you, 
That's called we, we actually do play football in the elements. This ain't baseball. Right. Okay, right. we, we play actually outdoors in bad weather. And your your home games are in Ohio, in Michigan, in Happy Valley at Penn State, yeah. in Wisconsin. It's Minnesota. not supposed like, to be hot and sunny. You're not Scottsdale. Okay, we're not playing in Tempe or in, in Arizona. So Glendale or what have you. But then again, they got a roof. So you just deal with it. And you know what? You, you gutted out a win, but uh, unimpressive at that. And and I'm with you. I don't have any problem. And it would if it would have been Michigan, Ohio State, and TCU, um, that rounds out the top four. And and I I think TCU is going to get beat those eggs. I don't see, I, I don't yeah. see them rolling running the table. I don't. And they got a trying to think. They got a rough one this weekend. I got to. Yeah. Gotta, do they? I was just is it Texas. At yeah. Is it? Te- no, they is it have Texas. Texas. Is college is college game day there this week, Segs? At TCU in Texas? Am, am I? Am I tripping on this or am I I'm, – I'm checking the schedule just to double check. Yeah, I, yeah I it is. It, yep, like, it is this weekend. Okay. And it's in Austin, in, right? In Austin, yep. Yeah. I think college game day is there, and I actually think Texas beats – my thoughts now, Texas is going to beat TCU. That's my thoughts today. Right. So then, and as we push this far, uh, further along, Segs, I was thinking last night and yesterday because I got asked this question, thinking, okay, what if – what if Michigan mm-hmm. loses to Ohio State? Okay. The same way Tennessee lost to Georgia. Okay. Okay. You, you follow me right now because mm-hmm. that's it's in the horseshoe this year, right, Segs? Ah, uh, yes, it is in the horseshoe. It's a horseshoe this year. Let's just and then I'll flip it. So they lost the same way Tennessee did to Georgia, and Tennessee runs the table, so it doesn't lose another game. Does Tennessee uh, belong in ahead of Michigan? I think it's very close. Um, Make the uh, argument, I, though, right? But and Okay, now, now let me throw this at you. With that and, same oh, scenario, all, okay. with that same scenario, TCU loses to Texas. Now, I think if they lose, they're out of contention. I think that takes the no Big question. 12 out. I, I, I think the Big 12 and ACC are going to miss out wholeheartedly. So, now, if USC or Oregon do not run the table and and they say they both lose, are we just going with two SEC and two Big Ten teams? Because who else are you putting in there? I mean, you're not going to put a two-loss LSU. You're not you're not putting a two-loss uh, Alabama. Or a one-loss TCU team yeah. in. You're not putting not a, a, a one, even a one-loss Clemson. You're not putting them in over Michigan, Tennessee, Ohio State, or Georgia. It, right. It's just and not I- happening. Okay, let's check check this scenario out, Segs, and we can, you know, hell, even if it takes this scenario and that's our whole show today, I'm okay with it because I, I'm right. intrigued with this, right? Is LSU runs the table, gets to the SEC championship game, beats Georgia, right? Yep. It would be Georgia they'd play, right? they beat Georgia. Yeah. Georgia doesn't lose until then. They're both going. We do know this, correct? LSU and Georgia? Yes, sir. You are not, even if it's as a two-loss LSU team, if you go win the SEC championship, they're going to the, they're going to the even, final Even, okay, and I, I tend to agree with you, and we've never seen a two-loss team in the college football playoff with the four teams. But now also. We, we saw it with the, with the, the old school way. With right, Bama, the old right? school stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. Okay. But since okay. the college football playoff, we haven't seen a two-loss team. Right. But you also have. 
uh, Tennessee, now assuming they run their table and finish out the year with one loss, you have a one-loss Tennessee team who beat up LSU. So, and that would be and, you'd have a one-loss Tennessee team, a one-loss Georgia team. And Georgia's in no matter if Georgia runs the table and loses in the SEC title game, they're still going. Yes, they're a, they're a stone cold lock with one loss. If that loss comes in the SEC championship game, correct? Correct. correct. So let's put them. Let's step them aside because I yeah. I don't think they're going to lose. And if they do, it'll be in that. If they do lose, yes. it'll probably be in Ag- that agree. game. If if there's a chance. Okay. Now next up, the winner of the Michigan Michigan. Michigan Ohio State games a stone cold lock correct yes, yes. right so put them in We're, yes. let's, let's say it's Michigan for the hell of okay it, for awesome. you because I want to be good vibes only and positive vibes only for you today six Michigan beats Ohio State fair enough so those okay. two are in now we're down to winner of the Pac-12 Oregon and USC championship if they only both have one loss when they meet right. that winner's going they want a they want a the one lost Pac twelve champion will be in the national title, final four. Okay, the, the playoff. Fair enough. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I, I think they definitely have an argument. Yeah, as long as TCU gets beat, right? You, right. you, you get my right. Yeah, yeah. So let's say TCU's out. First of all, let me just jump out in front. I don't think the Big Twelve or the ACC are going to have a representative. So let's throw no. in my in my scenario, they're not going to have one. Okay. Now, hell no, TCU may beat. Texas, but I'm picking Texas at home. All right, so now, now we're down to we got Michigan and Georgia, Alabama out two losses because they're not getting yep. there. So uh, Tennessee runs the table, but they don't make it to the SEC title game. But they did beat LSU handily. Mm-hmm. Tennessee loses to Georgia, but then Georgia gets beat by LSU in the SEC championship game. We already know Georgia's in and Michigan's in. So now you got three SEC teams. Georgia's in. Now we're down to LSU and Tennessee. Who are you taking? So I'm going to assume for my liking that SC is going to beat Oregon. Fair enough. So right. it's SC, Michigan, Georgia, and Georgia. SC wins the Pac-12 and the championship they're in. Michigan takes care of their business undefeated. Georgia loses in the SEC championship game, but it's only one loss, so they're in. Now we're at this dilemma. If that team that beats Georgia in the SEC title game is LSU. Oregon will have been eliminated by SC beating them in the Pac-12 or vice versa. Hopefully it's SC and Michigan, Ohio State or vice versa. Now we're down to Tennessee and we're down to LSU. Who are you picking? I think you're taking the SEC champion over the guy that lost in the regular season to Georgia. Now I don't know if it's right, even though they're one loss. I do not think they're leaving the SEC champion on the table. Recency bias too. Yeah, that's a. <sighs> I don't know how likely it is because I think it's going to be a hell of a. You're going to have a hell of a time beating Georgia anyway. Yeah, but yeah, still, yeah. It but, could it, but if it happens, Jaden Daniels I, is playing. Jaden Daniels is playing his ass off right now. Yeah, he is. I, and they and they they beat Alabama at, at their own game. I know you're but, praying for all this, things as long as you're. In, listen, I'm praying for all this as long yeah, as my team and your right. team are in. Let's make okay, these. Can, let's make the committee right. who, I am in my opinion, through two weeks, have not made a whole lot of sense when they come up with their. Their reasoning, right. they're all over the place. Sometimes right. your conference, out of conference matters. Sometimes it's the eye test. Sometimes it's, oh, well, right. how did you play this past week? Well, it doesn't matter how you played this. They're all over the place. But the in six, this scenario, a couple, yeah. I don't know how you leave out Tennessee who beat LSU 40 to 13, especially okay, so if, if their one hiccup was Georgia in Georgia 
in Athens, that was their one loss. I just, I would have a problem leaving a team who and, beat the shit out of LSU, LSU at LSU in Baton L- Rouge. LSU, LSU would have lost to Tennessee, and LSU will who they lose to early. Uh, I got it. Florida State. Florida State, right? All right, now, and that's going to hurt them because Florida State's kind of. I mean, they're 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 good. But yeah, I think great, what right? is they're right right around twenty six and three or four or something like top that. Top twenty five, right? I think they're yeah, the low right end here. of the twenties, right? So let me back up here. Excuse me. Remember we talked about three weeks, a couple weeks ago. I said the only way when SC lost in their game to, Utah. to what Utah, we said then and there that if SC loses the if you don't run the table in the Pac twelve, you're not making it unless and a lot of unlesses have happened. Alabama's mm-hmm. lost twice. Yep. Uh, if TCU loses, we saw Oklahoma State. They've gone to hell in a handbasket. The last, I mean, that team was, you know what I'm saying? They were they were cruising along, and then boom, here they they've got me. So you know they were what sixth or seventh at their highest point. So they have Clemson gets beat, and we knew that felt felt like that was coming as well. So we've had a lot of help. So now the Pac-12, and then you looked at Oregon and said you got your ass kicked by Georgia. Georgia, right. it's like six degrees of separation, right? And then they've been running the table playing great football. And that's been great for USC that Oregon's because if Oregon went into that game segs with a couple losses, I'm not sure they would take the Pac-12 champion. SC actually needs Oregon to. Don't you agree? To, to, to run the table, yeah. To get to run the table until they get so they the meet, championship yeah. game, right? And SC still got to deal with UCLA, and quite frankly, Notre Dame is obviously starting He's to play a little well. bit better football, right? So they've got now the fortunate thing for that one's at the Rose Bowl, the other one's at home. They're playing. Southern Cal's playing at home against Notre Dame this year. So you look at all these scenarios, but the winner, if this goes, that's going to go. Big Ten's going. And now we're down to this this Tennessee and LSU argument. And I listen, are they going to look them in the face? Because are they going to justify and say, even though LSU beat Georgia in the SEC title game, that they still think Georgia's the best team in the country, even though they won't be ranked one in their mind. You know what I'm saying? They'd get passed up by your guys. By that time, you guys would be the number mm-hmm. one team yes. in the country if that were to happen. And so you're sitting there saying, okay, that. But can you imagine? Tennessee, sorry, man. You got beat in Athens, and, and, and you beat LSU worse than they beat you, and you did it on the road. You got beat in a road game with one loss. And you're the second highest scoring team in the country for the most part, I think second or third. And yeah. now we're going to take LSU with two losses and they're going to the national, they're going to the playoff and you're staying home and you're the fifth team. That would be the biggest argument we've had of a snub job yet. How would you leave Tennessee out? I mean, how would you leave LSU out if they win the right. SEC title game? Cause everybody said it's the best conference. And I mean, that argument, Who, what happens? Boy, they don't want that now. I can tell you that. Yeah, in the other problem, you know what saves it, Segs? What saves it? Simple saving is, is well, Georgia not losing in the SEC title game, but or one of those two teams getting beat again before then, but TCU also losing out. Yeah. Now, what about the argument that if Michigan and Ohio State, if both one's undefeated, one has one loss, and the loss was to each other, what happens? Who's better, Tennessee or Ohio State? To be honest, better, they're so damn they're so damn close. Right. I, I my think point? just I, I, and I I don't want to say it because I I think that 
you know, you have to look at the conference they play in. I don't want to hear about, you know, Michigan's out of conference schedule. When you look at Tennessee's, I was just looking at it. They played, um, let me get this here. Their out of conference schedule was ball state, Akron, UT Martin, and then they played Pitt. So they had four out of conference games and Michigan played a bad out of conference schedule. I get that. And Ohio state, played Notre Dame the first game of the week, but it wasn't the Notre Dame team we're seeing now. Notre Dame is just, I mean, it, back then they were bad. They lost to Marshall. Oh, I, 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 I mean, so I, agree. I, I, I to me, the Ohio State strength of schedule just based off Notre Dame over Michigan, to me, does nothing because Notre doesn't, Dame, when they beat yeah. them, was, was nothing. So Doesn't hold I mean, water. I, I don't know about you. I'm more of an eye test kind of guy. I think yeah. I look at these teams and yeah, you got to take resume and, and schedule and rankings and all this into account. But, you know, I've seen what Tennessee, Michigan, Ohio state, Georgia have done. And to me, they're the four best teams in the country, but TCU with how they've played and how they've come back in multiple games and they're undefeated deserve to be ahead of Tennessee right now, but right. they got to win out to stay there. So See, I actually and, think, or I think Oregon and I actually think, I don't mean it's disrespectful. I think Southern Cal and Oregon can also beat SM. I mean uh, TCU. I, I agree. Yeah, I think I, 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 I think they. I, I think they're every bit as good, if not better. That's just yes. me, and maybe that's a little homer, but I do the way Oregon's playing right now. Hell, I'm not sure they can't be. I mean, they're really, really good. Now we know TCU can score too, but we're gonna find out because they've been resilient this year. All, all Sunny Dykes, they've yeah. done a great job, man. If you're the Big Ten in the SEC and you want two teams in. You hope for TCU to lose, say this weekend to Texas, and then you want either or say it's USC to lose to either UCLA or Notre Dame, but still go. I, I think if they lose to Notre Dame, they could still go to the conference championship. Back 12 championship and then beat Oregon. And beat Oregon. Then they all have two losses. Well, they're out then. And then you're sitting there. The committee has no decision, basically. It's Georgia. It's Ohio State, it's Michigan, and it's Tennessee. Rank them however you want. Set it up Big Ten versus SEC for both games, and let's go. Unless, of course, in the SEC championship game, <clears throat> LSU beats Georgia. But then you're still having two SEC teams. You know what I mean? Right, because Georgia's e going way. anyway. And yeah. right. it's, easy, it's easy. My point is about our other argument. There's going to be a fifth team if that if if LSU were to win and Tennessee were to run the table until then, somebody's going to be pissed, right? Yes, because we know Georgia, Michigan, and Ohio State under your scenario are going. Yes, that's the point. And, right? and it it would be, uh, I would love to see the committee have to make that decision and see how oh, they. Dude. I mean, just to to have whatever his name is that comes on every week this year, and, and tell us why he picked Tennessee or why he picked LSU over the other to go to yep. the college football playoff. And are you going to put a two loss team in, in your final year? What seems like it's going to be the final year of the, of it the is. final four or four. whatever you want to yep. call it, the college football four. Um, it, it would just be fascinating uh, to right. see. And now, they... now with all that said, I'd love my Trojans to get in, but damn dude, once we get in, we got to play some defense, bro. Well, yeah, that's I mean, that's Arizona's gonna, that's the and Cal's. I mean, they can score on anybody. The problem they can score from the friggin' parking lot. The problem is, they also can get scored on from the parking yes. lot from you and me. And, and that's is, where it's, it's a bit pitiful. 
I, I saw some people, you know, kind of going off on the committee about how is UCLA 12 and, and USC at eight um, based on just resumes. And I see their argument because, sure, you know, UCLA and they have two top 25 wins. USC has none. It, it's just I get that. But to me, the I eye test, test still again. tells me USC is the better team. And that's why I had USC. I had UCLA right behind USC in my 10. Um, three, that, you know, three, I, three, three of the teams in the top 10 are Oregon, USC, and UCLA in that order. And yeah, in the top 10. It, yeah. But in the committees, uh, for some reason, they put UCLA down out. at 12 with Clemson right. at 10. And I mean, Clemson's just a team that's been skating by all season long. They have the problem at quarterback. And they're just, you know, that they're losing players to injury. It's just, it hasn't been a great season for Clemson. And I right. don't know why they're still in the top 10. Things you asked me at the beginning of the year, our first show, when we talked college mm-hmm. and our whatever show, our very first college talking yeah. show, you asked me who the most overrated team in America is. And who did I say? Clemson. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. When Clemson, I said Notre Dame probably second. Yeah, we, we had, had we had Clemson, one half, those Notre Dame, two. and Texas A&M. That's exactly right. We had all three of those. And, and... I can tell you this right now, bore itself out. Yes, And definitely. out of all this, Texas A&M takes the, <laughs> A&M takes the cake, brother. They are and pitiful. I, I don't know if you saw they just lost a high-ranked recruit um, has now bailed on his commitment, and he's reopened his commitment. And there's talk across, you know, you see these tweets about, oh, the message boards and – you know, there's something about college football message boards. These people know shit. I, I don't know how they know stuff, but they know stuff. And there's maybe a lot play, of talk. You know, maybe they talk to the players. It's because they're in yeah. class with, you know, right. yeah. unlike the removal of NFL. Listen, man, those guys go to a frat party or go and have a mm-hmm. cold beer at the bar. <laughs> and their sorority sister friend knows dates that, that's dating mm-hmm. the guy and their buddies. It's 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 real access because. Unlike football, like we're sitting here, you and I try. If you're not an insider, you got to call somebody who calls somebody who knows right. somebody. You know, there you might be sitting in class next to the dude. And he trusts you, and you're his friend. And he says, "Dude, you're not." And you go on that message board, and you know the answer. You're just not going to source anybody, right? You're going to say, "You know what? I heard through the grapevine." And yet, that grapevine was that 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 that, was that offensive tackle was sitting right next from to the you horse's mouth. Class. That's exactly right. Yeah, but at, exactly at, so right. let me ask you this: If you're Texas A&M, and you continue to lose commits in a very good recruiting class. And there's talk that this freshman class that was all world, the best recruiting class we've ever seen in college football history. There's talk that a lot of them may be hitting that portal, hitting that transfer and portal and moving on to different programs. Could if that happens, so many of them. What, what do you do if you're Texas A&M? Uh, do, do you look at Jimbo Fisher and be like, listen, this is on you. You, you know, we paid you all this yes. money and, and you're not winning games. And now we're losing our big time recruits in both classes. You know what? It may be time that we just pay your buyout and see you later. Right. And we gave you an extension on top of the big contract we originally gave you and made it even bigger. And even if they were losing, we'd want to say, well, okay, you're losing, but can I see some style points in losing? Like, are we right? We, we, we play in three different quarterbacks. We're not sure which, I mean, it's, it's constant and you're the offensive guru. Segs, there's enough money there for them to visit that and say, you know what, let's let's cut bait, let's go. This, all the nonsense about Nick Saban and all the argument they got in, and here we are. And the most overrated coach per money he's making 
is Jimbo Fisher in the country right now yeah. with the money he's making compared to the production that they're giving, right? And that's over the course. Other than the COVID year, they haven't sniffed any of this, and they've never won a conference championship with him there, mm-hmm. ever. So they got the fifth during the COVID year, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they were the, I, yeah, I believe the so, odd yeah. man out there, the fifth team. So okay. when all when all was said and done. So, yeah, there is no doubt. And Sakes, think of this. When you recruit all these great players, you just got to keep recruiting them. What happens if you recruit two dudes at the same position and he gets he starts to go south? Mm-hmm. That's what comes in. I'm, I'm out. And remember, they've also a couple of this recruiting class. Remember the guys that were smoking weed in the locker room? Yep. Freshmen. So there's some disciplinary issues there as well. Not good. If they don't finish strong and you're the Board of Regents and you're the athletic director, you got to have a come to Jesus and find out exactly where you, what you're going to do here because I don't care how much money he makes. College football schools like that with gas and oil money, they got plenty of it. Yes. There's more where that came from. I can assure you of that. For sure. Uh, we'll start hitting on the games uh, either tomorrow or Friday when we do the next show uh, coming okay. this weekend, including you know the big Texas-TCU matchup. But let's jump to the NFL. Sean, what like what the hell is is Jim Irsay doing in Indy? Fires Frank Reich, which fine, you're not playing well, you want to fire your coach, whatever. He goes out and he hires an interim coach in Jeff Saturday, who's been a coach in high school, the former center, all you know, all pro center with Peyton Manning there on that Super Bowl team, but brings him in. And then the first move Jeff Saturday makes is to take the assistant quarterback coach and make him the play caller on offense. Uh, what's going on in Indy? And do you think Jeff Saturday survives this and becomes the head coach moving forward into 2023 and beyond? Well, Sags, we don't see interim coaches carry out. Interim coaches are there to be fired. I'm right. sorry to say they, they rarely, rarely, rarely. But how rarely often happens. do we bring in an interim coach from the you outside? Do. You That's don't. the difference, especially when they, have, they had multiple former head coaches on that is it, staff. Isn't Gus Bradley on that staff? Gus Bradley. I think John Fox John, is. John Fox yeah. is on that staff. Like, what yeah. is going on? There's so many layers to this. I'm going to try to keep it as simple as possible. First off, I'm not mad at Jeff Saturday. No. Shit. You, if, 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 uh, Houston Texans call me tomorrow and say, Sean, you want to be the head coach? I'll say, hell yeah, I want to be the head coach. Right. How long is my how, uh, interim coach? I'll do it. But Even just to I say address, you did it. <laughs> yes. When I address my coaching staff, I'm going to say, here's the elephant in the room. You fuckers been doing it longer than I have. I know a lot about football. <laughs> right. And I, I know X's and O's. And I know it. But they, I should probably take a different path before I become the CEO of Apple. <laughs> when I was working, <laughs> when I was doing a radio show and television, let's slow down. Right. But I don't blame Jeff. And I hope it works out. Nice guy, leader. But none of that matters. It's like being a when we say, man, you were a great assistant coach. And then you got the coordinator job and they don't have the rhythm of calling place. And this is another step up from that. And then to, to, to top it off, you skipped over the quarterback coach, go right to the assistant QB coach, say, you call the plays. You know what this is? This is that this feels so, and even though it's not, it feels nepotism, but it's friends. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like Ursay likes Saturday. And I'm and listen, Jeff, great leader. We know he was, he and Peyton were both alpha leaders on the same yep. team. I, I get that. Come on, man. Five days ago, he was smashing helmets on that get up show and talking football and laughing about stuff that's going on. He's the head coach in Indianapolis. I'll tell you what it is. It's a clown show. Not the clown. Jeff Saturday's not a clown. It is a clown show hire because it's a slap in the face and an embarrassment to every single coach that's grinded forever. Yes. Black, white, Hispanic, uh, uh, 
Tongan, I don't care where you come from, right? Mm -hmm. This is a slap in the face to guys who will never get a chance to be a head coach, let alone an interim coach on a head coach on a staff. Mm -hmm. So with, with this in mind, you say, okay, this is nothing but a buddy hire. I like Jeff. Now, Jeff may lead them, and they may win a couple games. The chances are it's going to be a lot tougher than th people think. And Jeff Saturday, maybe he'll do well. But, one, you better have players. They're not any good. Their team's right. not very good. And their quarterback play, they've got the wrong quarterback. Ellinger has no business being no. the starter right now. And so, Sags, real quick for me, can you imagine going into that meeting room and they respect him as a player? I talked to Ian Rappaport this morning. I said, you talked to a lot of coaches. You talked to a bunch about this. He goes, yeah. I said, has any of them said that they're okay with this hire? And he said, no. They're all, it, it, it's an eye-rolling hire. You like Jeff as a player, but all that time, you're basically diminishing and saying the head coaching job's easy and just a, any, any, any swing and dick can get it. That's yeah. what you're saying. I'm not saying that for Jeff. I'm talking about any of us. Jeff Saturday knows damn well. He knows X's and O's and leadership, but he's not, he hasn't done the grind to be the head coach, right? We know right. that. Can you imagine walking in and John Fox is there and Gus Bradley's there and the whole staff, and you have to address that elephant in the room immediately. I mean, you got to get and say, guys, listen, you may not be happy with this, but our, all our asses on the line. Interim coach, one gets fired, we're all going to get fired if we don't fix mm -hmm. it, right? However you present it. And then you got to go get the players to buy in, right? Nobody cares that Jeff played. Most The young ones never saw him play. Right. They, they, don't, they were 10, right? So you get my point, Sigs. Listen, nothing against Jeff. I hope it works. I like Jeff. But this is – if you're the next guy in line and they fire Saturday, aren't you coming in saying, what kind of Mickey Mouse organization are you running right. here? Why would Sean and Payton take that fucking job? Yeah, and the guy that's got to be pissed is Chris Ballard, the GM. Supposedly he didn't even know about it. And if, if you're the GM of one of these 32 NFL teams, you want to – keep that job obviously because you don't just leave and go get another job whereas i do think frank reich i think he goes and gets a job i mean if you're the carolina panthers how do you not go hire frank reich immediately in in my opinion like you should go hire that guy yeah. tomorrow if you're the if you're the new england patriots well don't you want to hire an offensive coordinator yes, who knows right. football the same guy who helped beat you in a super For bowl sure hell why 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 wouldn't you the guy knows football frank's a good yes. coach sometimes it works out Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. In truth, deep down, Frank's probably like, damn, thanks, I can go somewhere that's a little more functional right now. And with that, Sigs, if Chris Ballard didn't know, tell me that's not just a, a diminishing power. Isn't right. he next, like you mentioned? Yeah. Got to be next yes, to go, right? Yes, he if, should you're not, if you're making moves without telling the GM, come on now, you, you've basically stripped him and emasculated him from his whole power, and he now he's just a puppet. That That's what he becomes. So you think about this. Do you really think Frank Reich and Chris Ballard wanted to start after all the raving that that uh, Frank Reich was doing about Matt Ryan's toughness late in games. And then a d five days later, they're saying, nah, we're going to set him. Do you really think that was a Reich and Chris Ballard football decision? No. And then they passed up Nick Foles to go to Sam Ellinger, yes. and Foles has won a Super Bowl and been an MVP in the Super Bowl. So that whole thing, this is I got to hire my buddy. I'm passing everybody over. I don't think Chris Ballard, if Frank Reich wasn't long for the job, Ballard is. Yeah, it, it's just, it's a shit show there in Indy, and, I, and I'm not sure where they go from here. That division overall, I mean, we saw Houston's a disaster, been a disaster for a while. Jacksonville seems to be trending in the right direction. They've played better than their record shows, in my opinion. They're up and down, though. But they yes. had the whole Consistent, Urban right. Meyer bullshit, and, and Khan, you just never know what he's going to do as an owner. And then Tennessee... 
you know, they trade away their best player in AJ Brown and, or one of their best players in AJ Brown. And, and that hasn't worked, but they're going to make the playoffs just by default because the division's so bad. Yeah. And, and the truth is, Speaking of a guy who's got some ability, has no business playing either, but in the injury to Tannehill, Malik oh, Willis, yeah, they, they can't ready, do if they, if they didn't have Derrick Henry, they're not winning yeah. a game right now offensively because he's – he talk about, you know, you're, you're dog paddling and swimming like, oh, my gosh. You know how on the top everything's mm-hmm. calm underneath you real fast? Will, and that, it's normal. He's a yeah. second-start rookie. Right. He's like from Liberty in the NFL. You're like, damn, this is difficult. But come on, man. They, they are they – are, without they they need Tannehill back if they're going to be any playoff threat once January hits but they are going to win the division like Tampa Bay both of them are going to win the division by default mm-hmm. with Tennessee hoping in their divisions I'm talking about in Tennessee hoping Tannehill gets back Willis's day's coming it ain't now they're just fortunate Derrick Henry's been able to get him by in their defense the last couple of weeks yeah even though they got beat by Kansas City don't misunderstand me as we know why but he ran for 100 plus yards again they're non-existent without without Tannehill and Henry in the lineup. Right yeah. Uh, real quick, another thing. Josh Allen has a UCL injury. He's had this before. Uh, I'm sure. I don't know if you talked to Ian Rappaport about it this morning on your show. I did. But, you know, he said that if he misses a game, it's only for one week and he's going to try and play through this injury. What do you think the effect is on Josh Allen, the way his style of play, the way he plays? How does this injury affect him on the football field? I'm the UCL. You know, it's it's the, the those three uh, cringe-worthy mm-hmm. initials we hear when it's Tommy yep. John surgery. Here's what I think: it, the the running is not going to affect it. It's it's the the the. Th- I'll tell you, like Sags, when I see the highlight of him throwing, mm-hmm. and the guy grabbing his arm and his arm still yeah. going forward after the ball's <clears> kicked out, you know that feel. You think, oh, there's a rotator or something waiting to happen or elbow. Uh, supposedly, he's had this stiffness at yeah. times in the past as well. So it could be one of those things. Like when this, when somebody gets an Achilles, it's like, damn, if, if you're getting Achilles, your Achilles is going, whether you want your Achilles to go or not, if you're set up for that, if that makes sense. So uh, Ian Rapport said this morning, Sigs, that he did make, you know, if it's a game expected to play through it, you know, with, with nothing this year, then obviously revisit it and find out if it's off season surgery and it is, if it is, Ian didn't say this, but I can tell mm-hmm. you this, and you know this from Tommy John. If it, if it is a a UCL, which is a sprain, which is a slight mm-hmm. tear, if it gets to the point, he'll miss 2023. Right. He will not be able to play. He will miss the entire season. But I've pondered, well, if he plays through it, which like you can, whether whether it's the treatment, you say, okay, it, uh, how, what's your threshold of pain? How much can you endure? And then right when the season's over, you go get surgery if needed or unless you're fortunate enough to have right. a heal and it doesn't. Most of the time when I hear those initials, I at some point in time, I feel like surgery's coming. And I'm not speaking for the doctors or Josh Allen. But as far as the effect it'll have now, I think Sakes, if, if you've seen some of the decisions he's made the last couple of weeks have not been normal Josh Allen's decisions throwing the ball. I don't think it'll affect when in rhythm throwing it. There may be a little velocity change or there may be, you know, when you throw it, the pain that you got to deal with uh, the threshold of pain is probably it. I don't think it'll change. Make Buffalo. Oh, they're no threat now. Now without him, you can, uh, Kansas city becomes a heavy favorite right. in the AFC. For right. Sure. So I, if he plays through it and then they say, let's have, if they told him you could play through it, not hurt it worse. You're going to need surgery in the years over, but go ahead. Can you handle the pain? Go for it. 
uh, obviously, if he can play through it so and then revisit it. But I'm not sure what the depth of his injury, if they can make it a lot worse. But uh, I, I think they realize that there's an incredible window here. And if he can play at 85 to 90 percent and get through it, I would anticipate that he will. Uh, real quick, this AFC East, we mentioned the Bills are six and two. Dolphins six and three, Jets six and three, Patriots five and four. Uh, how many of these teams do you think make the playoffs? Two. two. Okay. Which two? Possibly three. If Josh Allen missed the rest of the season, if it was that serious, I think Miami can go on and win the yes. division. Agreed. I, I do. Um, I got to find out if New England's offense is good enough to sustain this, but five and four puts you in a pretty good position. Well, let's go west. We already know there, there's one going for sure because that's been a major mm -hmm. disappointment so the chargers linger in the in the north it's either baltimore let's just say baltimore is going to win okay. the division so cincinnati's going to linger watson's on his way back even though they've only got like they're what three and five or four and three six, and five whatever it is what three and five watson starts to linger can you win some games with him but let's just say it's the Ch chiefs and baltimore with kansas city and the chargers the off then we go buffalo and then we go the tennessee titans now what's left is the miami dolphins mm -hmm. the um jets. cincinnati Bengals, the new york jets the jets go high mm -hmm. in no particular yeah, yeah. the jets the patriots and the chargers yep. i don't think cleveland no. makes it the raiders are done broncos yep. done um jets i think they got a legitimate shot as long as they continue to play smart zach wilson plays smart um, I think the, the you know the Bengals. I don't think the division's won already because I think the Bengals can go on a two or three game win streak because they're capable. But we'll, we'll see because they they don't block anybody when it comes to protecting the quarterback. So I, I don't. I'm gonna say now six. Now I would never bet against Belichick. I just don't trust New England's offense enough right now to say that they're gonna make it. I would say that if there's a third team from the East, I would. I, I'm actually leaning on the Jets more than I am the Patriots right now. I like the way they're trending. If there was another, if it was like the NFC East and three teams were going from that division, same way there, I would say the Jets, to me, I think the Jets are a better team than New England. Right yeah, now. I don't have the schedules in front of me or anything. I have the standings for the playoffs. So obviously it's Buffalo, Kansas City, Baltimore, Tennessee, like you said, they're the four division leaders right now. And you, you just ran through the teams. It feels like Miami and that offense isn't going to be held out. Uh, like they're just scoring at such a high pace. And I think their defense will get better as Bradley Chubb figures it out a little more. They get a little more healthy. Uh, I think th I think they're dangerous. I, I think they are too. I, do. I think they're dangerous. I, I mean, that offense, I was watching them against the Bears, and I know the Bears defense is pitiful, but they just do whatever they want. I mean, guys are just running wide open, and, and Tua hits them at such a high you know, rate that it, it's easy for Waddle and it's, Hill to just be open. It's got the big – now, it's a different way they do it because Mahomes' arm is mm -hmm. so much stronger than, than Tua's. But they run in through free – I feel like I'm watching the Chiefs. Yeah. They're just running through lanes and run after the catch. They, I mean, they hit home runs all the time. He gets them the ball on time, and they go do work with it, man. I think they're a dangerous freaking Yeah, so, team. I mean, if you're looking yeah. at it, you so let's put Miami in. The Jets, the Chargers, the Patriots, and the Bengals are the other four teams that you mentioned. So now we got to put two of them in. I feel like the Chargers are going to get in just because the Broncos and the Raiders both suck. And like I said, I don't have yep. the rest of their schedules in front of me, but that I think that kind of gives them a leg up, say, over the Jets and the Patriots who play in probably the second best division behind the NFC East. 
there in the AFC right. East. So, and then Cincinnati, they're dangerous, but again, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, the Jets, and New England would be the, the three, three left, left in the, for one spot. One. Cincinnati doesn't have Jamar Chase for maybe four to five more games or weeks, I should say. And it's going to be really interesting in the AFC, but it just feels like when you look at it, Buffalo and Kansas City are just easily better than everybody else with a healthy Josh Allen. And then there's Miami right behind them, and then Baltimore and Cincinnati Chargers right there. And then as well as they play, and I know they're winning – I got to put the Jets down by the Patriots just because of the quarterback. Because well, you don't trust the yeah. quarterback, right? Right. You don't trust his accuracy enough. I agree. Yeah. So I agree. It's very interesting. Of all the playoff teams you're talking about, in the AFC, Zach Wilson is the worst yes. of them right now. But yes, he's the worst now with with great potential, but the least consistent of the group at yeah. quarterback. And when you get to the playoffs, that guy that that position's got to play really yes, well. for sure. And then real quick, looking at the NFC, Packers lose again. Their fifth loss, Four. and the Rams lose They're to the done. Bucks. They look like garbage. They lost four of five. I mean, two of the teams Both of them are that done. we thought were going to be, including the reigning Super Bowl champs, would be in the playoffs for sure, are easily the two most disappointing teams in football. 49ers. I'm going to say they go on and win the division. Fair. I'll just pick okay. them. 49ers. Tampa Bay is going to win by default. The Vikings are going to run away with that oh, division. Yeah, I actually think the Bears are playing second best in that they division. Are. And Josh Fields, I mean, Justin Fields is, is taking his game to a new level. He's he's turning it's, into an alien. It, dude, it, this last week was Sean. Just, it has Chicago in such an uproar his last month of football. I mean, he's been graded out, I think, is number six or seven in the NFL quarterback wise. And he still hasn't even gotten to throw the ball yet, really. Right. And he hasn't even learned how to right. play yet. And I mean that affectionately towards him. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, if this trend continues with him and they get him players, he is he is the best. Well, first of all, he's the most gifted quarterback they've ever yes. had in that, fran- in that franchise. Since I've been alive, the most gifted in franchise mm-hmm. history. I'm just to, to be able to do Sean, both, that play right? that he made that- on the long touchdown run where tell Come me on, how dude. hard that is running up in, you know, climbing the pocket to turn your entire body and fake a throw. And the reason he didn't throw it was because Mooney turned his head away from him to then flip your hips back and make four guys miss to then run for 40 yards for a touchdown. I mean, who does that besides Lamar? I know that. Right. You want me to tell you why I can't tell you how tough it is? Because I would never (laughs) even be, I'd I'd pass out trying to do it. I mean, that was insane. The guy's freak. And it, dude, he's still learning. Once, once he keeps getting coached like this, and keeps elevating his passing play and, and getting through, understanding the mental mm-hmm. side, which he's young, and allow him to get into year right. three when, when the light switch starts to go on. Dude, he is a friggin' alien, and he is playing. And you could tell his confidence. He, he, I feel like he feels like he's Ohio State again. Yeah. He can just dominate the whole game anytime he wants. So it's good to watch. So I got Patriots. I mean, I got uh, 49ers, Buccaneers. Vikings and whom? Oh, and Eagles, mm-hmm. Cowboys, Giants, Seahawks, and I'm not wavering on any of it. Those are your seven playoff teams, and I'm not even considering anybody you, else. You're right not now. giving Atlanta a shot. Minimal, but it'll have to be to win the division. Yeah, I agree. No two teams from there. The the winner of the division goes. The other one going home. And I got to put Brady. No offense, but I'll take Brady over Mariota 
down yeah, the stretch. I, I mean, it's you know just, what I'm saying? And, and I mean, look at the talent. And they have a better yeah, roster. Look at the talent on right. that roster. I don't roster. know how they're playing as bad as they've been, but uh, it's been fun so far. We're halfway through the NFL season, basically, and uh, major storylines. You kind of hit it real quick, but we're just a few weeks away from Deshaun Watson making his uh, debut there in Houston. You're gonna go check it out. You're gonna go to the game and, and check out Deshaun no. in person. I know you no. love going to NFL games. It's your favorite thing to do. Um, you love to just yeah. sit as close as you can to the sidelines and and where you can't right, where see. you can't see. Yeah. And, and I can't watch instant replay <laughs> and then watch your team get their ass kicked. Yeah, that's my favorite thing to do. Say, and now I get to see it on TV with the Raiders. So right. right No, I'm gonna stay right here at home. They can boo and do whatever they want. I'm going to watch it and watch instant replay. I'm going to watch every single play of it, and it'll be right from my living room with that beer tap sitting right outside. That's what I'm going to do. Next coach to get fired. Last thing. Next coach to get fired. Is it Josh McDaniels? Is it Nathaniel Hackett? Is it? You know, Ian Rappaport said he he said he'd be shocked if Josh got fired after one year. Okay. Interesting. He did. It it just feels like. Yet another another first. Doesn't it feel like Mark Davis is the type to just kind of just freak out and just be like, you're fired. Like, fuck you. Like, get out. Like like Jim Irsay, yes. yes. Like, just on a whim. Yes. Wake up in the morning, everything's fine, and in two hours you switch and said, I'll get him out. I want somebody else. Yeah. I want the hotter name. I want I want Sean Payton here. I want to pay Sean Payton fifteen million bucks. Yeah, it, it does. It feels like that. To me, the next one to go, I know he bought a little couple other I'll throw other names at you. Oh, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Lovey Smith. Dan Campbell Lovey Smith. Um I think that may be it. Uh Hackett. Yeah, Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett, Daniel. Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, that's that's Kingsbury. a good one. Keep an eye on Kingsbury. Um, and then let's that see him kind of... move up Cincinnati. I'm going to tell you what, if they come in and Stefanski urinates down his leg with Deshaun Watson, be yeah. careful there. I just I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's it's something to keep an eye on. And uh, Atlanta, fine. The Brable, obviously, yeah, in their division, safe. fine. We know about the Matt Rule thing. Harbaugh's not going anywhere. Mike Tom's not going anywhere. Zach Taylor's not going anywhere. Would you consider Zach Taylor, if you're the GM or the owner, and you and Burrow keeps getting his ass kicked the rest of the season, you miss the playoffs. I know you went to the Super Bowl last season. Would you consider Zach Taylor be like, you know what, listen, you've tried. Obviously, you can't protect our franchise guy. He's getting sacked so many times. He's gotten hurt from it in his rookie year. And, you know, he dealt with it last year, getting sacked so many times. And now it's continued into year three. Do you look at Zach Taylor and be like, you know what? Maybe you're not the guy and we go get a Frank Reich or somebody else to lead this team. If they would have been to the playoffs last year and got beat early after being a 10 and seven wild card and we're eliminated early. Because going into last season, there was a little bit of verbiage out there last year that are the Bengals, mm-hmm. they got the, what's going to happen with Zach Taylor. They went and go to the Super Bowl, saved it. He's still getting his franchise quarterbacks asking. Here's, it's going to one of these two things. I think Segs, no matter what happens this year, he gets at okay. least gets one more. That's what I believe. And I think the Super Bowl bought mm-hmm. that for him. I do. Two is he'll have the built-in excuse, whether he makes it or not, We all for Jamar Chase and trying to get this yep. thing right. But it'll be where the owner or GM or both come and say, get rid of your offensive line mm-hmm. coach, get rid of this coach and that coach if you want to keep your job for one more. And if it happens again, you're, 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 you're on borrowed yeah. time, brother. 
So yeah, yeah, I I think for sure he's going to get another year of the Super Bowl ball yeah. in that. I, I I believe unless he lost complete control of his team. And one other name. If the Cowboys oh, yeah. get to the playoffs and are fully healthy and get eliminated, the Wister and, and it's and Mike McCarthy makes does something crazy in the he loves Kellen Moore, loves Dan Quinn. If they get beat in the first round of the playoffs, that's going to be a loud, loud talk about. Well, we got to go get Sean that's, Payton or somebody else because Sean's got a house in South Lake Carroll. And I, I feel like it's it's Super Bowl or bust for Mike McCarthy. Texas. Like if he does not win the Super, I'm talking win the Super Bowl, fans, and you know Jerry Jones is going to think about it because Sean Payton is sitting there and Sean has come out very recently saying, you know, basically I'm going to coach again. I just needed that break, and we all know the talk of Sean Payton and the Cowboys. If he does, if McCarthy does not win the Super Bowl this year, I think no matter what, it's a lot. I don't care if he wins or loses on a last second field goal, people are going to say we want hell. If they win the Super Bowl, Cowboys fans are going to say we want Sean Payton. They're already saying it. They're already saying it. Right. That's exactly right. Now, the only thing about Sean Payton there, the only thing there is, does Jerry Jones at this stage of his life, and he should have the guts to say, I'm going to give a coach, it's got a lot of power. Or are you going to say, let me hire Kellen Moore? Mm. Jerry's been known to do something yep. like this, right? So we'll see. But that's I think that's a sneaky one to keep an eye on because everybody talks about how good they are, how talented they are. So going one and done and not winning the playoffs is going to be a problem for them. And I think that's one that could, could have. So the next one to go, Sigs, I'm going to say that they'll get one more in season where they mm-hmm. say get him out. I'm not, I, I usually don't subscribe to that. I think it's north of me. But it, North of me, of where you, I'm at, and yeah. near Chicago, yeah. and that, and that right. would be Detroit. Right. Yes, that's probably. Next. And it just feels like that Dan's because he's such a rah rah. Like, oh, when things are great, he's so fun and entertaining, and all this stuff. But when you're losing, it's kind of like, okay, the shtick is just stupid now. Like, we don't care. We want to yeah. win football games. We had talent. We had a great offense. That's gone away. Your defense sucks ass. You know what, Dan? Just go away. Just go away. Yeah, and so and somebody one of his like a Sean Payton, if he gets a job, will hire him as an assistant. Yes, he'll sure. be one of his assistants, and that and and yes, because Dan can coach. But yeah, he's probably next. If we have one more in season guy to go, it'll be him, unless of course Mark Davis or one of those type of of knee jerk guys wake up in the morning and say, "I've had it. We're getting our ass kicked and humiliated. You're done, yeah. dude. I'm gonna pay it. Get out," which could happen. But one of those that you know they're gonna replace after the season may do it my whole thing is if you're in week 16 or 15 finish yeah. it out so you don't have to fire the interim coach right, too it's right. silly yeah so for sure we'll see yep. though man we'll all see. right as always yep. we're brought to you by bet online and thank you to believe network and we will uh hit you up with another episode later this week to preview the whole weekend and we'll keep talking about all these scenarios in the college football playoff because kind of that's the most fun part about it i think you, you and they're going to change every single freaking yep. week, more yep. than likely, or at least in the top eight yeah. or so. And then no we'll doubt. make some predictions on some college games as well, because uh, we do have some good ones. I was just looking at it. All right, that will do it. We will talk to you later this week. See you, Sean. Sags, great stuff, brother. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.